and welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Renovators. I'm Chanel, this is Rex. How are you, Rexy? How's the week been? Week's been busy. I've had a baby recently. Uh, so you had a baby? Well, Congratulations! I had a baby, I didn't have a baby myself. So, a bit of sleepless nights, um, but it's been amazing. And you want to tell everyone what you named her? Adriana Valentina. Beautiful, it and she's nice. beautiful. I actually just met her um, this morning, and you she's did. absolutely beautiful. She loves you. Keep smiling at you and want to play for your hair. So. Yeah, <laughs> very good. And you, how's your week been? Yeah, busy. It's been a really busy week in the world of um, real estate recruitment at the moment. I think that um, a lot of companies are gearing up for potentially quite a turbulent year. So sales agents are looking for, they're wanting people that are a lot more experienced, sort of carry through the next 12 months. And of course, property managers are always in big demand. Mm. Uh, but more exciting, I mean, I think the next 12 months is going to be a lot of, I guess, movement in the rent roll space. A lot of companies buy, selling off rent rolls and a lot of people purchasing rent rolls. So um, announcing uh, a new business venture for myself, which is called Roll Brokers, where we roll assist brokers. companies with selling or purchasing a rent roll, which is oh, really exciting. Fantastic. It's been How's a busy going? week. It's going really well. Um, started off quite strong. Like I said, it's an interesting market for it right now. Um, a lot of work, but really rewarding, really rewarding work. Good to hear. Good to hear. Thanks, Rexy. Um, and to our first guests of today. So our guest today is a friend, a close friend, um, one of the most noble agents generally I know. Um, Brett Freeman, welcome to the show from Noel Jones. Thanks so much, mate. Great to be here. Great Thank you for you. joining us. Yeah. That's a very nice intro too. I'll take that as <laughs> well. It's true, mate. Uh, um, we deal with a number of other agents, but you're a man of your word every single time. Anyone that's ever worked with you will attest to that. And, you know, we're going to talk about your journey in a moment, but you'll see throughout your journey that um, I think you've, you've been, in, for 17 years, only one person's ever left you. Uh, and you've helped so many agents grow and become owners, partners with yourself and growing your own network of offices to four now and soon to be five. So let's start from the basics, sure. from the start, from the beginning. Yeah. Um, when did you get into real estate? So like most, I kind of fumbled into real estate. You know, I sort of did dabbled in a few other things and uh, I thought, oh, this looks good. I see these guys driving nice cars and nice suits. I thought that was <laughs> pretty good. So I got into real estate and um, it was good. I had some really good training, good mentor. I probably fumbled my way through the first 10 years, to be honest though. I didn't really dive in and take it as serious as I should. I probably the most ages did okay, made a few sales and did okay. And then sort of got some mentors around me, you sort of slapped me around a bit and said, come on, you're either you're in your in your you're in your out. And then I decided to do okay, let's let's get serious now and, and step up a bit from there. And you transitioned to becoming an owner. So Yeah, so I enjoyed the I became a sales manager of our office and I really enjoyed that. I, I thrived on on helping others and encouraging and recruiting and teaching people. So that really kicked me on and thought, oh that's something I want to try and do more of. So um, yeah, approached the owner and over a transition period was able to buy the business I was working in. So. Now a four office network. What yes. I wanted to touch on, Brett, a lot of companies want to grow. Sure. They really want to, and particularly now, you know, purchase more rent rolls or hire more staff. Yeah. You've got a really strong four office network. How did you do that? It's about uh, why do you want to do it, I think is really important. I think there's a growth plan, having an actual plan to do it. Um, sometimes we sort of go, oh, ego comes in play. Oh, it'd be nice to have another office. I want to do more offices. And, and what's the point? So we really had um, the people behind us is where it came from. Mm -hmm. So it's not me. It's absolutely not me. It's, it's empowering people to go out and do better and become great people themselves and, and leaders themselves. So um, I think we touched on when we spoke yesterday briefly that we don't try and go out and recruit the million dollar rider. Say, right, we're new office here, here's a territory we've mm -hmm. identified. Don't try and grab someone and drag them in there and put a stranger in there who maybe doesn't have the same values or same beliefs as us. I, I found 
found that really interesting. Rex and I actually spoke about it after our catch-up yesterday that yeah. a lot of real estate directors' strategy for growth is let's find the million-dollar competitor and bring them over. Whereas you said, we don't want to do that. We want to find good people first and foremostly and then make them excellent agents. So can you talk us through your strategy from hiring an agent to how you grow them to a high-performing salesperson? Oh, and it's a very common thing you hear, isn't it? I always sit around a lot of directors, a lot of friends, oh, if I could just have a million dollar agent, all my problems would be solved. I'm a recruiter. Well, it's your work. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you just pull them out of your pocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all wanting to leave. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. and it's not, look, don't get me wrong, if a, a high quality million dollar writer and they're a good person, bring them in. Of course, we're not going to not, not accept that. But um, our experience is that million dollar writer that's moved around to four or five different agencies going to come to us, they're probably going to leave. They're probably not going to be, and, and we'd rather bring someone in and Find out what they're, we actually did a values uh, thing with our, all our team probably six or seven years ago and we sat down and said, what are you, what's really important to you? What's the most important thing in, in being in our business? And as an owner, you sit back, okay, it's all going to be money, time off. The number one thing was growth. You know, mm. What's my growth plan? What, what are you going to do for me to help me get where I want to be? And we thought that was really interesting. So we sort of tried to model our, our growth plan on helping people on their journey and therefore that helps exp us expand. So um, real estate isn't a difficult industry. I think real estate agents you know, overcomplicate it. We can teach those skills, but we can't teach someone to be a good person and really care about their clients. That's who they are. So that's the most important thing. We find people like that are on the same journey as us, have got really, you know, good values, uh, hardworking, and put the client first, and then we help them in their journey and skill sets. So you empower, you mentioned that <coughs> earlier, so you give them the resources, so, and the empowerment, the courage, I suppose, and the backing to do yep. that. Yep. Um, and I've seen through your network, your four offices, you've gone from agents who write, what was Ryan writing when he first joined you? Oh, he might want me to tell his figures, but he was, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. He's, um, oh look, Ryan was um, doing quite well in another office where we identified, you know, he went we met with him, he's a really good guy, he won lots of awards, um, came to us and struggled with it to be honest, the first, you know, first six, 12 months was quite challenging for him, a new office, new location. And um, yeah, well, we've, he's increased his figures by well, 500%. Wow. wow. And he's become a owner, and a partner. He's, he's, he's bought in and he did it the right way. He worked hard. He showed leadership qualities while he was with us and then was able to buy into that business, which we promised him you know, that four or five years beforehand. We had a plan for him. We stuck to it and he, and he delivered and yeah, he's, doing, he's doing amazing stuff. And you know what? I find really interesting, Brett, we recently had an episode where I had um, my team members from Titanium Recruitment on, on the episode yes. and we talked about attraction strategies for agents and yeah. you, what you mentioned just before is that you look at an agent and you look at them and say, well, what can we do for you? Rather than meeting someone and saying, what can you do for me? And I find that a really strong quality in a business owner. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit more and touch on that recruitment topic. Where do you find your talent? I think you mentioned something about referral from or internal referral from staff. And then what's your interview process and what do you identify as someone that could be a strong agent? I've just asked you three questions in one, I'll try and which is something I think we're okay. that I promised our <laughs> producer here that I wouldn't do. Sure. So we'll start with what is your recruitment method? Where do you find the talent? Yeah, so I think we, we touched on a few different ways. I think the best recruitment is when someone's referring or recommending from your internal team. So our last 14 people who joined our business have come from people recruit, recruiting internally. Mm -hmm. um, I just do you have a them. message amongst your, your team members that we're looking for staff members? How do they come to you and say, hi, my friend? Well, well there'll be a position available. You know, there'll be something like a, we'll need a, a property manager might retire or something, so we need a spot. So we turn internally first and say, guys, you've worked in other industries, you've worked in other industries, do you know any great people out there? And I think that's, that's the testament to a good culture or a good business is 
not, not where you process your systems or you have Friday night drinks, whatever you do, it's when if there's a position available, will they call their good friends and say, you should work here? Yeah. And if you're doing that, I think that's, that's, that's 90% of the battle just there. Um, and then we meet with them from there and obviously go through that process. How do you identify a good agent? Can you tell in the first couple of minutes if someone's going to make it in real estate? What, what, what traits do you look for? Um, it's hard, yeah. So I, I look for you know, the questions they ask me. You know, what, what's our process looking after clients? Um, those sorts of things. Not, you know, what's my split going to be? If, this, if they're talking about splits, commission splits, and they're trying to get an extra 2% because their boss is paying them 46, they want 48, and they want to come to us, yeah. they're probably not going to, probably the wrong person. Yeah. You know, so if, um, and it's like a listing presentation. We don't, I don't need to sit there and tell them about our company. They've already researched us. They're sitting here because they want to talk to us. You'd hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we want good energy. You know, I'll often walk down the office and walk back with them and they want them sort of upbeat walking with me and having a, you know, um, and interactive. I look how they ask, interact with our reception, our admin, really That's a important. massive one, isn't it? So, and I'll always ask them when they came in and greeted and, and because yeah, I think you'd see someone's true character and who they are when they're not being watched. Well, how you know? they treat the waiter, isn't that the, the old saying? Can I, sorry, Rexy, I'm sure you've got some questions, but I get quite fired up when I'm in the, when I'm in space. Sure. Um, no one has left your business in 17 years to join a competitor, except for one. That is... That's salespeople. Salespeople, so which is... Um, you know, we've had some... Um, that's huge, you know, though. That's well, unheard yeah. of in real estate. I mean, my whole business is built on people leaving organisations. So, <laughs> sure. I mean, how? Like, what, talk us through your culture or how you're retaining these agents that they're not going to competitors within the sales space. If you're offering someone growth and you're spending time with them and giving them what they need, why would they leave? What's the point? Like, why would they leave? So I think that's what we... And, and um, I hear all the time, you know, real estate is a very transient industry. You know, the grass mm. is always greener. Always. It's not. You know, sometimes it is. But I think if you're giving them... Look, with my sales team for Ringwood, for example, we meet weekly. We have a weekly sales, weekly one-on-ones. One-on-ones with you? Mm. With every single sales agent? Yep. Wow, yeah. you're a busy man. Yeah. It's, it's Good important, on you. But that's, yeah. you know, like, like, we did that after COVID and I did it for a couple of weeks and I said, I want to stop. We'll just go back to monthly catch-ups, we do. And they all want to keep doing it. So I give them that. Sometimes it's five minutes. Uh, it's on a Wednesday run-through. And this week I had one, one guy that went for an hour. Well, that's you know. huge for retention because being on the forefront of it, agents are leaving because there's so many issues within their their organisation that they're in. Yeah. But when I speak to them, I'm like, why don't you speak to your director about this? Well, yeah. they're never there. And then one week rolls into one month, it rolls into them now feeling resentment or these issues yeah. that they can't resolve because they don't have that one-on-one -on -one time with their director. And here you yeah. are weekly yeah. meeting with agents. That's massive. Yeah. Testament to you. To yeah. get that though, Brett, have you gone off the tools as such? Because to have the time to do it, mm. you would have, I mean, guessing, transition yourself away from listing and selling. So when our guys uh, get a lead, um, maybe a master appraisal comes in, they get called in for that, uh, I'll go out and help them. If they think I can add value to that, that appraisal, I'll go out and help the presentation and we list the property together. So you do it hands-on, on-job training with them, as well as... Um, it's the best way. It's the best way. You can really you can role really play big. things in the back of the office. There's nothing like sitting there and getting thrown some curly questions, and um, and often there's questions I've never even heard of. People come up with interesting things, so um, and I'll go through that process, help them list the property. I don't take a split or a cut. I think oh, that's wow. a mistake. At all. At all. That's From, phenomenal. I, I think that's. You're rewarding your, your team members and it training is. them at the same time. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. there's no training in sales. Like, how do you train someone in sales? You can give them scripts and dialogue, but until you're in front of someone, yes. you can't really practice. You know what I mean? But sales I you is need, you need to what, learn on the job. What Brett's doing is probably ideal, and you've got a number of 
million dollar agents with you now and what you're doing is on job training yep. it's not scripted it's not anything they're going with him on the job on with that's, tour that's the best way to learn in sales because mm. how else do you learn you have no idea how people are going to interact with you or how to respond to questions you can't have a I mean, there's scripts and dialogue, of course, like a you know manual to follow. But unless you're on the job and training with yeah. a mentor with you, what better way to learn? Yeah. Brad, the next 12 months, I mean, personally, I'm seeing it a lot in the industry. There's a lot of exiting, 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 mm. exiting, <laughs> exiting, <laughs> exiting, exiting. Yes. A lot of agents are contacting us that are wanting to leave the industry. Mm. I think a lot of... A lot of people are nervous about what the next 12 months can look like, but I also think that they're not really getting the right message from their director or the right support or the right um, encouragement that it's just going to be just like any other market. It's going to be up and down and it's about riding the wave. Yeah. What advice do you have for agents over the next 12 months or what advice do you give to your team members on what the next 12 months in the industry is going to look like? Yeah. Yeah, and look, there is, and, and to my point, before having a one-on-one, one was supposed to be 15 minutes, went for an hour for that very reason. You know, one of the guys is really struggling. He's got yeah. all the stock, it's not selling, it's the price is here, the buyers are here. Yeah. Um, really, absolutely, and I haven't said his name, I don't think, so mm. I can say this, no, but um, he's contemplating whether it's the right industry for him and all these sort of questions and self-doubt, insecurities that come through. So I, I think, um, as you said, it's a roller coaster. So it's about riding the storm and not not waving from your principles or your values. I think a lot of times you sort of get an agents get in a panic mode. Gee, that's not working. So I'm going to quickly try and do this. I'm going to try and do some marketing. Oh, that doesn't work for a week. So I'm going to try and do some letter drops and just. It's a lot of sort of you know scattergun approach to a strategy, and we just say stick with what works. We know this works. We've got to prove yeah. a method that works. Ride through it. It's going to be a bit of a grind. You might it's put a few extra hours. It's scary though, right? Because you look at the agents. And they're on commission only, or they're on very low retainers. And yes. then they've got their own mortgages. And then we've got, you know, cost of living has gone through the roof. Petrol prices 100%. are through the roof. So agents are paying for their petrol. And then they've got, you know, these retainers that they're trying to meet and these mortgages that they're trying to pay. And they've gone from coming out of 2021 and 2022, where it was just, everyone was flying. Yes. Let's be real. Like, if you yeah. weren't flying the last two years... Yeah. I don't know where you were, but yeah. now we're hitting this market where it's just boom, like yeah. everything's just shifted. Well, we've gone through just before. We have, we COVID, have. Like we shut down, basically. Yeah, very true. But I think the whole world was going through it at the same time. Um, now maybe, I mean, actually the whole world's going through this at the mm. same time too. Mm. But I think with Australia, you're throwing in the cost of living crisis. You've got your petrol through the roof. We've got our, you know, interest rates have gone absolutely bananas and you've yes. got these agents that have just come out of these monster monster years imagine if you joined real estate in 2020 and you've only been in it for three years now you're hitting this market mm. but my point mm. is is that i'm seeing the turnover astronomical turnover in the industry right now but it comes down to having the right director and mentor in there to train your staff on what the next 12 months will look like but also reassure them that this is just a sort of a what's it called a dip a dip in the ocean or whatever it is. Like a ride the wave is what I'm trying right. to say. Yeah. And it yeah. seems to be that you're doing those weekly one-on-ones and you're giving that encouragement and support. And that's why in 17 years, you've never lost a sales agent to a competitor. It says a lot about you and the way that you're retaining your staff. And I think that's amazing. Oh, look, and we're not perfect. Get it no wrong a lot. Is. You know, it's, no there's a lot is. of mistakes. <laughs> you know, a lot of mistakes. But I think it's, it's, it's understanding how the empathy, exactly what you just talked about. You know, it's tough. You know, families, everyone's doing it really tough at yeah. the moment. No one's bulletproof from it. And because we've been through, as you just wrote off, a number mm -hmm. of ups and downs, um, when the good time's there, we really talk to the guys. Like, what are you doing? You know, we don't try to be financial advisors to them, but what are you doing with your money? Okay, you've had a couple of good commissions. Oh. What are you doing with this? Because this will not last. This is not normal. This is a... Because what happens is most real estate agents 
I think the industry is quite hilarious, to be honest. I think it's the amount of insecurity, in, it's just it's a lot it's, of ego. It's pathetic. It's yeah. ego yeah. with insecurity. And, and so, oh, great, I've got some money. I've got to get the best car. I've got to the best thing I can do. And you really can't afford it. And that's not real. Um, what, what we're trying to talk about is, okay, let's, let's, let's weather the storms, put some money away, buy an investment property. What are you doing with school fees? Oh, my kids are not going for five years. Well, what do you think about that? So we, we're trying to just Personally talk about- mentoring them as well. That's, absolutely. It's really good. As much as they want. You know, we don't push ourselves on people's yeah. lives or get interfere with stuff they don't want. But we find that, um, you know, I've, I've, been, I've made mistakes financially. I've done good times and bad times. So I've, I've learned a bit from that. And I've got really good people around me. You know, this guy next to me, I, you know, Every weekly, I'm on the phone, mate, I've got this little idea or this issue, can you help me with this or what would you do in this situation? And I think real estate agents, you know, they'll, you come and sit with a lawyer or yourself, someone walks in and they go, Rex, I've got a problem. Look, before you tell me that, can I just show you my awards? Can I just say, no. it's, yeah. it's pathetic, it's embarrassing what real estate agents, and I think that once that, get all that bravado and ego out of the way, actually look after your clients and sit down and go, most clients come to us because it's a problem. The house is too small, the house is too big, it's a divorce, it's a disease. Whatever it is, they need our help and our experience and guidance. And instead of us telling about our awards and how good we are, let's talk about their journey, that changes everything from that. And that's where we really worked with our guys to do that. Um, we've had a guy re recently join us, well, 18 months now, and he's just been a massive asset to the team. And he came from a different environment, different culture. It was always about get the commission, get the deal done, bang, bang, bang. And he couldn't believe how we talk to people and how we speak this way. And his, his results are just skyrocketing now. Mm. Um, number one in the group, he's, he's just killing <coughs> it now. So if we can try and teach that from that point, then it flows on to yeah. everything else. Find a lot of directors, sorry Rex, I'm talking no, so much. No, 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 I'm just taken back by all you've said. You're so genuine with your team. Well, it's and your easy staff. to see why you're so successful in the industry. I see so many directors and they, you know, make a bit of money and then they just want to flash, like they just want to flash their cash. They just want the, the showy things and everything's just a facade. Whereas it seems like, well, not seems like it is for you. It's more about the people and not just how they can professionally benefit you or, or financially benefit you, but you're looking at them and their own personal goals and aspirations and giving them that personal advice as well, which is just... I through the ups and the downs. Yeah. I have to talk to them about when things are doing well, to prepare them for when it goes down. That Going through that journey with them, it's what empowers them, I suppose. And I've got amazing people in my team. Like it's me sitting here, but I've got like an office manager that's been with me for 22, 23 years. Wow. You know, uh, I mean, I'm Sharon because she's amazing. Sharon is the, the glue for the whole business. So a lot mm. of people will talk to Sharon before they come to me as well. So they've, they've got lots of avenues to talk to people inside the office, not just me. And um, and we've got a very caring, nurturing environment sort of thing. But it's still hard work and competitive. But to your point, like I see some of these directors, they do quite well and then they it's all flash and it's show. It's all flash. And they've got their staff working with them, going through the challenges you talked about before with finances and petrol. and. Mm. And these guys are struggling to put food on the table and then you're actually just going in a helicopter off in and, yeah. and, and don't get me wrong, enjoy your life, absolutely, but don't rub it in your staff's faces who are struggling. Exactly you know, that's, right. That's just, that's not necessary, I think. So anyway, but... No, yeah. I agree. And it comes down to, I mean, you've got this amazing team, but I think it really comes down to the culture that you've created within the organisation. And I'm a big believer in that culture stems from the top. You know, it, it's the top down. So if you've got a director or a mentor that genuinely cares about their team and wants the best for them, it stems down to all members of the team. And, and then that's it comes a, back up. Then it comes back up. But retention in, in the real estate industry, it's it's ridiculous. Like mm. I wouldn't have a business if there was yes. a lot of retention. It's one of the highest turnover industries. Yes. But half the time when I'm meeting with candidates, whether it be a PM or a salesperson or an office manager, 
the issues could so easily be resolved if there was open communication. Yeah. But instead, they're just turning through staff, hiring more and going through this vicious cycle rather than just spending the time with their team to identify issues and then retaining talent. Do you know what I mean? You yep. seem to be doing a really good job at that and it comes down to, like I said, culture. Can you touch on the culture within your organisation and what you believe makes a good culture? Yeah, I think as you just maybe touched on it before, culture is not, you know, and you look culture it up and it's a word that's thrown around for the last 10, 15, 20 Correct. years probably. You know, we've got a great culture, my culture is yeah. great. We have these Friday night drinks and everyone has a drink and we're all, all best friends and then they go home and bitch their partners about the organisation, yeah. And, and look, we get, it, we get it wrong sometimes, you know, we, we put people in and they don't match out with our fit, it doesn't, doesn't work sometimes. But I think to the point before, if your team are out there actively trying to recruit for you, that's it. Mm, that's culture. That's, that's if you, you've just, if you can do that, and, and some of our property managers, and property managers have been really hard to get in the last year or two, that mm. I think it was, I mean, you know better than I know, 30% yeah, of left the industry, something like that. Yeah. So to find good PMs of experience, now we've got um, one PM with 30 years experience, one with um, I think nine or 10, and the other one with about 25. Wow. So we've got some real experience talent with some um, younger, newer people coming through as well, which are getting mentored with these guys. So to have that sort of experience and talent is, is quite unheard of. And that's Absolutely. what we really, we really look after these guys and appreciate what they do and their knowledge. And, and they know so much more about the industry than I do. Um, with property management, so um, we empower them to make decisions and you know, they don't need to come to me to talk about oh, we want to do this, or we think this is the right way of doing it. Um, they work amongst themselves and talk our ideas out and bounce it around and come up with a solution themselves. Mm. Fantastic. Can I move topics for a moment? Of course. Not just from your office, but your franchise. You're yeah. part of a franchise group, yes. um, Noel Jones. You're yes. also an owner of the franchise. Yeah. And the culture you speak about within your four offices, mm. I think you've also gone through your whole network because you can tell us about all the training and support you provide, not just to your four offices, but it seems like every office provides it to all the franchises. Sure. Look, it's, um, it's in a great place now. And I use the word now because we've come from, you know, it probably wasn't as great. If I, if I look back sort of six, seven, eight years, it probably was just a normal business that was okay, provided what we need and did our IT for us and helped us out with a bit of training. But, um, you know, I think the, the group of the directors got together and created a board and I think that's really um, empowered people to take some ownership and, and run with the group. And, you know, we've, we've now got 56 training uh, 56. sessions. 56 More training sessions week. available a year. Wow. So now that's not, you know, there's 12 compulsory ones, sales ones, for example, and 12 rental ones. So one a month. Um, we don't want to be people spend all the time at training, but we have that on offer. And anyone, as a salesperson can go to property manager training, a property manager can go to an inspirational speaker training. So we, we've got a new website, rebranded, um, training. Our awards night has shifted dramatically. We used to have all those salespeople when I started up on these pedestals and everyone else was down here and start top salesperson in the group and they want all this money and so they, they just had the best financial year they've ever earned and then we give them a big bonus as well. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. So um, we've empowered, so we have you know property managers sales, they all get the same awards. Good. PMs um, admins, need that, don't they? Of course, they work harder than sales. Yeah. So admin, you you've admin support. We have admin awards, awards and, and they, we often try and do them last, so they're most, they're the highlight, they're the, the admin's award are done. So um, real estate, the salespeople first, then PMs and then admin and our awards night. Oh, so that's good. we change things around to empower and that's that's been a big culture shift um, because they were just sales awards and well, it's, it's terrible. A, when I look at, when we look at admin and PM, one of the major reasons they want to leave is lack of recognition, yeah. which seems so silly because, you know, it's not that hard to say thank you, but it's recognition even like, like you said in the awards because you, you have all these salespeople winning awards and then you've got your PM and your admin going, hang on, well, I did late nights too and I worked weekends and I was at those auctions and I was assisting, but there's no recognition. So it's really, it's great that you are 
empowering from reception right up to, to sales management. Yeah, and that's the group dynamics, and the, and the group's really empowered from that. And that's what, I, you know, I've really enjoyed the group, and that's why I've, I've opened more offices with the group. Yeah. I want to do that, and, and great salespeople come to me, and, and one came from another network, and one was internally, and we've opened more offices together, and uh, and opened for the right reasons before. Um, I know someone I know quite well has opened a few offices, and it's it's about ego. Like, he's a new office, and I go, how's it going? Oh, it's terrible. I yeah. see that a lot. What's the point? Yeah. What, what, what are you doing? You're just giving yourself more overheads, more costs. So it's about opening a new office and expanding with the group and a good group behind you. And it doesn't matter what group you're in, just as long as someone's got a supportive group that's on the same vision and journey as us. Um, and then it works really well. Amazing. Fantastic. Mm, amazing. Well, I think our producer saying to wind it up. Yeah. Thank you so Sorry much. Sorry I've talked too much today. That no, no, was all. wonderful. Good to talk to you all day. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Um, love hearing everything you guys are doing and look forward to seeing what the future holds. It's a real pleasure. Thanks thank so you. much. Yeah. Thank you so thank much, Brad. It's really refreshing to meet directors that are just so humble and says a lot about you and congratulations on such a successful journey in the industry and thank you so much for being part of Real Estate Renovators. We'll see you next time. See you.